Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to my podcast. This is my very first time I'm doing this. Uh, I'm not feeling well, but I still wanted to do this as Ramadan is coming. I wanted to take this step to initiate whatever thought I had in my mind. I am a Muslim. I'm a practicing Muslim. I'm trying to be better at it and I'm learning bits and bits of Islam every now and then. So I thought to share it with you so that we could grow together. So uh, I am going to talk about Muslim character in general. And I am going to divide this podcast into uh, chapters. This is going to be a chapter wise podcast and each chapter is going to be 15 to 20 minutes long. So without further ado, let's just get into the first chapter which is going to be pillars of Islam and moral values. The Holy Prophet has stated that the foremost purpose of his being sent down in the world and the method of his call to people in some words. And I'm going to quote those words. I have been sent only for the purpose of perfecting good morals. The great message which has left an indelible impression on the history of life and for propagating which and for bringing people under whose influence Prophet worked ceaselessly. Its purpose was nothing else but to strengthen the moral character of the people so that the world of beauty and perfection may be illuminated before their eyes and they may try to achieve it consciously and with knowledge. The worshipping we do in Islam has been made compulsory and it has been included in the basic pillars of faith. But the Islamic worship we do are not some sort of mystic exercises that link men with some unknown mysterious beings and which lead men to perform some useless or meaningless movements. All the Islamic compulsory forms of worships are designed in such a way that they are like trainings and exercises to enable people to acquire correct morals, habits and to live prosperously, righteously and to adhere to these virtues till the end. So, there are five pillars of Islam and the number one pillar of Islam is the Shahada. Shahada is that when you say that you believe that Allah is the one, Allah is the only God and Prophet is his last messenger. This is the first step you take towards being the Muslim. Then, The very second pillar of Islam that is a very important uh, pillar is the prayer. Because prayer is one thing that prevents the commitment of evil. In Arabic prayer is Salat. It's a compulsory form of worship on every Muslim. It is like an exercise in which a man is attracted with interest and willingness. A Muslim is supposed to offer it continuously so that his life may be free from all the diseases and the body may be healthy and strong.
the holy quran and the sunnah of prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam both are open proofs of these realities when allah taala commanded the compulsory prayers to be established he stated its wisdom in this way prayer prohibits obscenity and evil to keep away from evil wickedness and to purify yourself from bad deeds are also realities of the prayer in a hadith se qudsi it is stated that i accept the prayers of the person who adopts the policy of humility with it on the account of my greatness obliges my creators does not insist on sinning against me spends his day in remembering me and is kind to poor travelers weak and suffering people the conclusion of this is that it does not mean that you are just going to perform prayer and you are going to be a very good muslim you have to be good to other people as well you can't be rude to other people you can't be obscene to other people and pray at the same time you need to if you have done something wrong you need to have that guilt in your heart you have to ask for repentance and inshallah allah taala it will be fine the third form of uh, the third pillar of islam is zakat zakat is a means of purification zakat has also been made compulsory on the eligible scheduled persons it's not merely a tax that is collected from the pockets of the people but its foremost purpose is to sow the seeds of kindness sympathy and benevolence and to provide a chance of introduction among the various sections of the society and to establish relationship of love and friendliness if you have something and you are supposed to give something out of it it is very very evident that your heart will be very very anchored you know that you are going to provide some people with something it is going to help them so your heart won't turn into stone and the money whatever money you have it will be purified and allah taala will increase the baraka in the money you have the purpose of paying zakat has been stated in the quran in the following words o prophet take charity from their property so that it may clean them and purify them it is surah tauba verse number 103 to clean self from the worldly impurities and to raise the standard of the society to the heights of decency and purity are the wisdom behind the levi of zakat for this reason prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has taken it in a very wide sense to pay zakat has been made compulsory for every eligible muslim the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has said quoted to smile in the company of your brother is charity to command to do good deeds and to prevent others from doing evil is charity to guide a person in a place where he can go astray is charity to remove the troublesome things like thorns and bones from the road is charity to pour water from your jug into the jug of your brother is charity to guide a person with defective vision is a charity for you it's a bukhari hadith and all these smaller things you do in your day to day life are a form of charity it's these are the forms of the good moral 
needs and values the environment of the desert and the bedouin life that is the environment which had its basic on internal bickerings and fight in such an environment the teachings of the islam were presented to the world back those days we are talking about and they show what the aims and the purpose of thing teachings had and it shows where the teachings led the arabs in that dark and dismal environment now comes the fourth pillar of islam that is fasting that is saum similarly fasting is a stepping stone to righteousness every act we do are the steps stepping stones for real perfection so similarly islam has made fasting very compulsory for those who are supposed to fast there are some exceptions though but it is not envisaged that the men should keep away from their carnal desires and other prohibited things for just the fixed period only ramzan is basically a period in which you train to be a better muslim but to be a better muslim for the rest of the year not just for the month you train yourself to be a better human being to be a better muslim to be to make yourself do good deeds not just for the month but for the whole year fasting is not merely the name of keeping away from eating and drinking it is keeping away from wicked and obscene things if in the state of fasting if someone picks a quarrel with you you have to say that i am fasting quran states the purpose of imposition of fasting in these words fasting has been made compulsory for you as it was made compulsory for those who preceded you so that you may become righteous it is surah baqara verse number 183 so comes the fifth and the last pillar of islam that is hajj it's the compulsory pilgrimage to weaken the love of the world even though hajj is something that cannot be performed by all the muslim all over all the muslims all over the world because hajj is something even if you have the money it is something that if allah calls you and then you are supposed to go to his home it is his home and if he calls you you have to pray for it regularly if you are financially stable and you can perform hajj just ask allah taala to call you to his home so that you are able to experience the magic of that place you are able to experience how that weakens the love of this this temporarily beautiful world for you sometimes a man thinks that you know when you travel to the holy places um you know to perform pilgrimage which has been compulsory for every rich muslim is only a form of worship that has no relationship with the morality or whatsoever or any character but i this is a clear misunderstanding allah taala states that the months of hajj are well known in these months whoever uh, intends to perform hajj should not indulge in any sexual act wicked act and fighting during the hajj whatever righteous act you will perform will be known to allah 
take with you the provision of the journey and the best provision is righteousness. So fare me, O men of understanding. This is also the ayat from Surah Baqarah, verse number 197. This is merely the main outline. Whatever I gave to you is the main outline of the forms of the worship, which are well known as generally practiced in Islam. They show us what a deep relationship is there between religion and morality and how strong and lasting this relationship is. How varying are these forms of worship in their spirit and appearance from one another? But in those aims and purpose, how close they are, which the Holy Prophet declared as his main objective. Therefore, Salat. That is prayer, saum, that is fasting, zakat and hajj are the, and the other forms of every kind of worship like these are stepping stones for real perfection. And they are the means of cleanliness and purity that make life secure and magnificent. On account of high attributes and noble qualities that are inalienable parts of, you know, consequences of these forms of worship, they have been given a very high importance in Allah Ta'ala's religion. If these forms of worship do not purify the hearts of men, if they do not nourish best qualities in those who observe them, and if they do not improve and make firm relationship with Allah and his slaves, and then there is nothing left for men but destruction and devastation. As Allah Ta'ala says in Surah Taha, verse number 74 to 76 surely he who appears before his lord as a criminal there is hell for him in which he will neither die nor will he live and he who will appear before him as a faithful who has performed good deeds for all such people there are high positions evergreen paradise beneath which canals will be flowing they will live in them forever this is the reward for him who adopts purity but we should never stop asking for forgiveness as he is the most forgiving may allah ta'ala guide us to the right path khuda hafiz fi amanillah